I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. started. And away. We away. Go. go. Yay. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. We're back. We're back. Better than ever. I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. And how are you? I am amazing. It's Saturday. Saturday. It's a little rainy outside. Yes. How was your Mother's Day? It was good. It was good. I that was feel last like Sunday. so long ago. I know. I'm like, wait, no. Wait, when did that happen? <laughs> no, it was good. I went to Utah, saw all my people. Aww. And um, yeah, we had a little barbecue and got together with all of my Mac family. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was good. Oh, good. It was very good. How was yours? It was stupid. Because <laughs> I hate being a mother. <laughs> well, so Aaron, so we have this cabin and we had just got like patio furniture to put together. So it was sitting in our garage. And if Aaron has like a project that he know needs to get done, it's like he can't focus until like it's like mocking him. Is Jake like that? <laughs> Oh, I don't. It's never happened before that he's had something sitting waiting. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm in your garage and you need to put me together. It's like he can't, he can't ever. Like we Wait get home out. from a vacation where we've been on a plane for like six hours, and I go in and just collapse on the bed, and he starts like emptying the suitcases. Well, I mean, that's the bare minimum. That's Jake. Well, not even that. I mean, he does that, and then he starts doing projects. I'm <sighs> like, how? Just. Ch- just hang Stop. on. Yeah. My suitcase, usually it's like a minimum of three days before, before I, you unpack it. Before I touch it. Well, yeah, as it should be. Thank you. Yeah. I come in. I want to relax. And he's, you know, opening the suitcases, doing laundry. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, good for you. <laughs> but then I get angry because then I feel like I should be doing Same. something. Same. But I've worked through that. I feel shamed. That. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah, I've worked through that. And if... and. Also, if I've come home from vacation, I, I need like a day after to do nothing. Yes. Yes. Just a break day. And then I'll maybe get to it. Right. And if I have another one coming up, sometimes I'll just leave that bad boy out. Yeah, because you're just going to use it again. Right? Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. He decided to go up to the cabin to put the stuff together, and he would take the little two kids with him. And then my oldest, 15-year-old, has this new job, so she had to work all weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, and I had a friend kind of staying at my house for her son's basketball tournament. Oh, so I'm right. like, I'll stay here and, you know, be here, you know, see her. And, you know, Bright has to work anyway. I don't want to leave her alone. So I thought it would be fine. Like, I'll just kind of have the day to myself and be able to do what I want. So Mother's Day rolls along. And, you know, my friend goes home and Bright goes to work. And I'm sitting there watching <laughs> TV and looking at everyone's pictures of their them with their kids and all their thing, And I'm like... This is stupid. Aww. Why am I doing... And, like, I... At the beginning of the day, it was fine. And then, like, one o'clock rolls around, two o'clock rolls around, three. And I was like... Am I even a mother? Right. I was Aww. like, is anyone going to feed me? Like, <laughs> what am I going to eat? I'm just going to make... Where my- are my gifts? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? And I thought he would put the stuff together, come home Sunday morning, and would, like, go to brunch and do the whole day. Yeah. Well, it was rainy all day Saturday, so he... Did it all on Sunday. Didn't come home till that night. Uh-huh. Bright worked till like four. And then to add insult to injury, I was she works at a restaurant as a host. So I'm like, okay, 
I'll order like some good food. She can bring it home to me and then I don't have to cook. So I do. I call and right before they close and order a BLT and fries and I'm stoked. She gets home. She's like, I forgot your food. (gasps) No. Did you say get back in that car, sister? (laughs) Yes. I was like, can you get it? She's like, we're closed. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm trying not to like act that sad about it because uh-huh. she felt bad but I like legit almost cried <laughs> oh that's so sad I'm so sorry like, uh, sandwich yeah in fairness our, my mother's day was spent driving home oh. and we drove from Eagle Mountain so we were it was four five six hours oh that's not a good one either so yeah but whatever yeah I was like oh alone time like on your birthday or something and you've planned it and you can like Go to the spa and go shopping. But Mother's Day is, like, about your kids. So, it, I mean, it's about you. Yeah. But I've never liked Mother's Day anyway. It's not my fave. Well, and that just reiterated it. Yeah. Now it's banned forever. Now it is banned. Yeah. Well, what is tickling your fancy? I have a couple of things tickling my fancy. You look tickled. I am tickled. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one that is tickling my fancy, this is just really quick side note. Um, and I know it's this is shocking, but I have never watched Grey's Anatomy. That is shocking. So I just started it. What? I just started it, and I am five oh, episodes in. I'm kind of jealous. Season one. Season one's the best. So yeah, that's that's who I am now. You have. You're welcome to 2000. Thank you. Four. Thank I don't you. know what year it came out. It's it's it has like 17 seasons, doesn't it? Oh my it? gosh. So yeah, I am fresh and new, and I just lay around and watch. Okay, don't get too attached to anybody. <laughs> Please do not ruin this for me. <laughs> a lot of tragedy. A lot of tragedy. In that okay. show, but I love that show. I haven't watched the last several years, but okay. the first five or so were so good. Okay, and I, I'll probably just lose steam after that. So. I do that. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a full show through. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's just a side note. But what's really tickled my fancy, although I don't know if I'm tickled or... Not hmm. uh, is this new Nitro Pepsi? What? Okay, have you seen this? Heard no, of this? I have okay, not. don't open that. Okay. Don't open okay. it. Okay, because we're gonna have to shift things around because okay. this is so interesting. So it's like Nitro Pepsi, smooth, creamy, easy to drink. Okay, oh. but I'm gonna turn the microphone over. Okay, <laughs> when we open them, should we have gotten a third microphone for this? Yes, actually. But, okay. Okay. And it, it may overflow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have paper towels. Okay. Now. What's, I, and what is going to happen? Just, I'm nervous. Okay. I want you to listen to mine first okay. before you have the experience for yourself. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Quiet. <gasps> Do you hear that? Yeah. It is literally nitro. Okay. Now what? you can open yours and then you have to immediately... Open it and then taste it. Okay. Should I should okay. I move Here, my I'll, mic over? Nope. I'm gonna okay. move mine over for you. Again. Mic it up. What in the world? I forgot to open a soda can. Okay. Ready? <gasps> okay. Hurry and drink. Hurry and drink. Hurry. Is it carbonated? With nitrogen. Feel the texture of that. Oh my gosh. What does it remind you of? Um, wow. It doesn't remind me of anything. Okay. I, there is root beer. I mean, not root beer. It reminds me of a root beer float. 
right? The yeah. thick, the thickness. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I'm gonna wipe the Pepsi <laughs> off of the microphone. Meanwhile, we just destroyed the public library's recording system. <laughs> you okay? Okay, we may have to do now, a pause in here. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? Okay, okay. so it's like it's like creamy. It's like it's like thick. It's like dairy. It's like dairy. Okay, and when you look at it, it's foam. Like it doesn't look like regular cola. Does it stay that way? I don't know, but it's but feel the texture of it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel you know, like you know when you t- do the carbonation and it kind of burns your nose and it kind of burns your throat. Yeah, there's none of that. None of that. It's like child friendly. It is. <laughs> so it is. Um, is it the weirdest thing you've ever tasted? It is so weird. It's like in your mind thinks it's carbonated, but it's not. But it's not. But I what's weird stop. about it is. I don't think the flavor of it is very great because it kind of tastes like flat soda to yeah. me. But it is the like the texture of it is bizarre. It's very smooth. Very smooth. Nitrogen infused cola, smaller bubbles, smoother taste. Yeah. It tastes to me like when you make a root beer float uh-huh. and it and it sits for a minute and so the, the ice cream sort of melts into it, then it has like that foamy, like yes. creamy yes. flavor. Look in your can, it's just foam. That is so weird. Nitrogen infused instead of car instead of like who knows? Oxygen. Or I something? don't know. <laughs> what is what is carbonation made of? It's like uh CO two. Like you, we have one of those soda streams, and you have to get one of those CO2 cartridges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know science, so I don't know what two oxygens and one carbon is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, wow. That is really interesting. I know. And it's they had also had one. This is just the regular Pepsi, but they also had like a, um, a cream soda kind of one. And I thought really? I should have done that, but I didn't. I just stuck with what I knew. Interesting. I bet Aaron would like this because when he drinks soda, sometimes he wants the soda, but he doesn't like the carbonation. So he pours his soda from like two feet above a cup so that the bubbles kind of like... Like fizzle it out. Yeah. Um, I I have two more. Take one home to him. Okay. I, I, they came in a four pack. Oh my gosh. So anyway, so I don't know if I'm tickled or just intrigued. Just intrigued. Anyway, exciting. Well, that is fun. Yeah. Thank you. Do you need to you, wipe the drips off You are off welcome. Your... I do. Okay. <laughs> please hold. Please hold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Brooke, what is tickling your fancy? Okay. I... Got foster kitties. Oh, the foster kitties. They're so cute. Tell us all about them. So it's through the Humane Society. It's like kitty season. So all these stray kittens or stray mom and kittens are coming in. And they just need someone to like take care of them for a few weeks till they can adopt them out. So we got these two little orange kittens. And they are so cute. But here's the kind of crazy part is like a couple hours after I brought them home, they called me and there was like there was kind of a mix up with the vet and they actually want the mom to stay with the babies. Did you say uh uh-uh, uh? Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, uh, okay. So they bring over the mom. She immediately runs under my bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, she's just, you know, just got here. She's nervous. This was a week and a half ago. Still have not. She's still under there. <laughs> <laughs> is, is she feral? I, she's terrified of people. So she's just going to live under your bed. She just, I don't know what we're going to do. So she, 
at one point I was like, I have to get her out because I'm scared she's going to be pooping under there. Yeah. So I pull my bed out. This is actually on Mother's Day when I was home alone. Oh, good. And <laughs> she runs out and then she disappears and I don't know where she is. So she's like, just lost somewhere in your house. Yes, for like three days. Oh, my gosh. But I knew she was in there because in, at night she would come back. I would have to leave my bedroom door open because that's where the kitties are. Uh-huh. And she'd come in and eat and like poop. But uh-huh. I never saw her. And we searched every nook and cranny in my house that I could think of. So finally we find her, put her back in my room, and now she's just back under the bed. <laughs> so why do they want her with the cats if she's not really doing anything? I don't know. I think they thought that she would still take care of her kittens, but she has rejected them. Wow. Yep. So what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> You're just going to have this hermit cat? Which well, is like literally she's so silent like, you can't ever hear her. She never meows. We sleep with her. She's under our bed. We just, It's like a ghost. What do your other cats think? I don't even know that they've seen the adult cat. Like, they don't even know she's there. I bet they hate you guys right now so much. They do. They're kind of mad. They'll well, get over it. It's not like they've just been replaced by a whole family of kittens and a crazy, <laughs> feral cat mother. No. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> But I saw your picture with the little kitty the other day, and oh, oh it looked really cute. So cute. I so, have pictures on our feed, on our Truth Fairies feed. How long are they going to be with you? The uh, the biggest one is probably going to go back like Monday. Okay. Because she's hit a pound and a half. The runt is still really small, so she'll probably need another couple weeks. Oh, how fun. But, Do the kids love her? Yes. Love them? Yes. They're Other so than cute. crazy. But it's like, we, it's like the mom doesn't exist, so it really hasn't been that big of a deal. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So. You and your, like, weird animal things. I know. I don't know. Okay. I know. I'm okay. just bored. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other, my media-related tickle is a podcast called Sympathy Pains, okay. which is about this woman named Sarah who basically lies to everyone in her life to get sympathy so it's similar to Munchausen, uh-huh. where you create, like, faked illnesses, but it's, like, next level, and it's also not always illness. Sometimes it's pregnancy. Oh. Sometimes it's, like, she claims she's pregnant, and she ropes all these people into, like, helping her and, like, really caring about her, and then she'll either lose the baby in this, you know, in her lie, uh-huh. or she'll give birth to the baby, and he has some horrible disease, and then the baby dies. But she has done this for years and years and years. She's stolen from charities. She's, but it's more like she gets people to care about her, uh-huh. like praise on their feelings. And then it ends up being a con. She's gone to camps for disability, for disabled people and had pe- like three people like shower her. Oh my God. Yeah. So is she, so who is doing the podcast? It's not her. No, it's a reporter that's like talking to Telling some of the people who okay. she scammed. Wow. And then she ended up on the Dr. Phil show. Uh-huh. And so it's like, it is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good one. And it's called? Sympathy Sympathy Pains. Pains. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm going to have to listen. Uh-huh. Oh. It's a good one. People are so crazy. I know. I know. Okay. Well, right. let's talk about what's going on in the weird and wacky world. world. Okay. This story is from a couple months ago, but it's just bananas. So I think we'll start with the video, the sound clip of this woman named Lisa Hansen in Michigan who heard a rumor and then took it to the public school board meeting to 
you know, basically throw a hissy fit about it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that are that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. And um, I am really disturbed by that. And I, I will do some more investigation on that. I know what's going on nationwide. I know it is. It's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want to understand it. But I think that people need to be aware of it because I am really upset as a parent that my child is put in an environment like that. And, um, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination. But when someone lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with that. So I'm just putting that out there. I will investigate more. Okay. Two people are dead. Maybe, Lisa, you should have done a little investigation <laughs> before putting this, this out here. This morning, Maybe. To the call of what? Okay, so it turns out it was completely false. Wound. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. There's no litter box. Do Greg there never a was a litter then, box. But Monday, by doing this, I'm not supposed to say that. Well, video, I just wanted to get of it out. Of course, it's going to get shared a million times. <laughs> Apparently, a, a Michigan State back. Republican leader Monday, started like commenting well, on it, it and sharing it. I just wanted it. to get it out of you. And thank you. Like it became like this big like kind of push against like the transgender community. Like, oh wow. Well, if we let the transgender kids be, you know, then suddenly we're going to have litter, litter box boxes in the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom. So um, the superintendent, like, this this happened. No one knew if it was true or not because it, she had heard this rumor from a kid the day before without calling anybody, without, like, looking into it. She goes and does this. Oh, my gosh. So a couple days later, you know, they got to the bottom of it and the superintendent said it is unconscionable that this afternoon i am sending this communication he put in an email to parents however our midland public school stakeholders may be confused about a false message slash accusation that has surfaced this week and is gaining traction in the social media realm so it was not true but um but it was treated i mean but people believed it was true people believed it was true people probably still believe it was true but what is so f- funny but also frustrating to me is when she was like, this is happening all over the country. This is part <laughs> of their agenda. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> litter box. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's, I don't think furries are part of the, like, LGBT agenda. Eh? Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think you're talking about some very different things. Absolutely. Here. But I feel like she kind of used it as like a fear mongering. Right. Right. Like, to get people what's next? to. If we, yeah. If we do this, then <laughs> yeah. this is what's coming next. Uh-huh. And, but the thing is, is she sounds, she just, that sounds so bizarre. Yeah. Like, can you imagine being that, like, being in that board meeting? <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I, it's just nuts. It's just, people do your research. Yeah. Jeez. If there really were litter boxes, that would be wild and wacky and, you know, that would be very weird. Mm. And I would think if I was going to be a furry, I would want to be a 
like a more modern one Ooh. that uses a flushing toilet. Yeah. I don't want to be in a litter box. Yeah, and I don't believe, I was going to look up, do furries use litter boxes? I don't know. I bet when they're really in their persona, they, I bet some of them do, to really get into it. They eat out of cat bowls, they do that kind of thing. But so furries, for people don't know, do you think everyone knows what a furry oh, yes, is? I think they do. It says people who have an interest in anthro, anthropomorphic animal characters. Yeah. I don't know what that word means. But they basically just dress up as animals. But it's not like people tend to think of it as like a sexual thing. And it can be. But it's usually not. Well, and I think that there are different levels of it, right? I mean, you see, like for a while, there was the phase of the cat ears, yes. right? And remember, Lainey wanted the cat ears uh-huh. and the electronic tail. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's 10. So, <laughs> um, but I think that there are some levels of that where it was kind of this cutesy kind of whatever yeah. thing. But then there is also the extreme. Yeah. Just like the people, the adults that want to be babies. Right. Adult baby. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's like an extreme. Yeah. Remember I don't know. Travis, our old producer, had those people in his neighborhood yes, that would walk the, around with. Yes. <laughs> were they cats? Uh-huh. They were. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is crazy. Do so, your research. That yeah, is the moral guys, of that story. Don't just fly off the handle because I guess it really, like, I mean, it's been shared millions of times. Like, the, like you create. Well, I wonder where she got that initial. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, do you think it stemmed from something and then it was just taken out of context. I mean, how do you? How is that taken out of context? There's, there's a litter box in my school bathroom. I mean, maybe someone had a class pet. Maybe or brought a pet for show and tell. Maybe and there was a litter box somewhere in the school, and it got. And then the poor kid that was wearing cat ear, a cat ear headband, has <laughs> now being accused of being a furry and shitting in the litter box. I don't know. I don't know but either. Do your research. Do your research. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, should we move on to Oh Honey? Oh Honey, yes, we should. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I do. Okay. Okay, this. Oh, real quick, can I, just the British accent reminded me. Yes. I tried for hours to watch The Man with a Penis on His Arm documentary. Oh, you did? And they wouldn't let me because, like, so I signed up for apps. I downloaded, like, software on my computer, and I almost had it, and they said, you have to be in the UK to watch this. Like, they knew. Wow. They're tracking me. So this came up at the dinner table, la- not last night, but the night before. Uh-huh. And, okay, <laughs> bear in mind, in my household, I am, there are more males, right? There's yeah. me and my 10-year-old daughter, and then my husband, Lincoln, who was 14, and Xander, who was 17. Yeah. So I'm, somehow it got brought <laughs> up, and I am, like, kind of joking about it, kind of talking about it, and Jake who is, like... I can't believe that you are making a mockery of this man. Oh, really? And my boys are like, like, like it was just the most normal and shocking thing ever. I'm like, you guys, he grew a penis on his arm. And what was really funny to me was in all the pictures, how they they blurred it out. Although I did see one unblurred. You did? I did. Okay. I'm going to have to see that one. But... Anyway, it was just kind of funny that all of them were just so like, oh, this is just science is amazing. So they kind of took it seriously. Like, well, like they thought I was so (laughs) out of line for finding this, uh, like thinking this was. Thinking this was funny. Yeah. Wow. Maybe men are more sensitive. Wow. Really? You guys talked about it and made a mockery about this man? (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
It was not a mockery about him personally. It was no. about the situation. The situation is was just so bizarre. Yeah, I found a video, like unedited, and I I did show my 15-year-old daughter. Good. So. As you should. Okay. I you need to see I I need to see this. Yeah. But I just I need it to come out on Netflix. Yeah, it's got to. I'm obsessed. I, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving okay. On. Back to this. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to let my stepson have a PowerPoint project displayed in honor of his deceased mother at my wedding? Okay. Ooh. Okay. So basically, um, this is a lady 42, or I'm sorry, a lady that's 36 and she's her fiancé is 42. Um, they're getting married Towards the end of this year, the fiancé has a son who was 17 from his former marriage with his late wife who passed away from cancer. Okay. Do we know how long ago? Um, it doesn't say. Okay. Um, but, but looking through it, I there had been a period of time. Like, they'd kind of gone through some therapy. Like, there had been a period of time. So okay. it wasn't, like, a extremely immediate. Within the or, year. Yeah. Uh-uh, I don't okay. think so. Um, anyway, he said, I'd like to thank. I'd like to think that my stepson and I have a good relationship. However, he is the most sensitive and emotional kid I've ever met. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but it does sometimes make it difficult for me to deal with him. Mm. Um, He said he has already prepared a PowerPoint project in honor of his mom and is planning on playing or displaying it at the wedding. This was an instant no for me for many reasons. My fiance said we should let him because he just wants to remember and honor his mom. I told him that this occasion, the wedding, has nothing to do with the stepson's mom, so I'm not sure why he would put a whole PowerPoint project there at the wedding about her. It'll take away guests' attention from what's happening and make them confused. Mm. My fiancé said that we have to respect his son's wishes and also said he'll pay for the screen and everything. Um, Did I say the stepson is 17? Yeah. He's 17. Okay. Um, We had a huge fight about it, and I I refuse to even consider it. The whole thing is just a no-go. I even offered to have maybe a few pictures of her or a seat reserved for her as, oh, like, yeah. in res- you know, in respect for her yeah. as an alternative, but my stepson isn't having it. Um, she said, things have been pretty tense now. My stepson isn't talking to me. My fiancé just keeps trying to guilt me into saying yes, and it's all just making me feel overwhelmed. Am I the asshole for refusing to let this happen? My fiancé committed that my refusal is an indication that I have an issue with my stepson's mom and that I am being unfair to him since he spent so much time and effort to prepare the project that obviously it means a lot to him. Um, and then she said, as a side note, this is this is not about my stepson's mom. I don't have any negative feelings towards her. In fact, I think she was a fighter. She battled cancer not once but twice. She played a huge role in who my fiancé is today, and I'm grateful to her for that. Yeah. So... Yeah. Like, she's like, it has nothing to no do. No You can't hate on the late wife. Yeah. But is it out of line or is that That is a really hard one. I do have to, usually I feel like I would side with this poor kid who lost his mom. But I do feel like that would be appropriate maybe at his wedding, at the son's wedding. Yes. Like, this is my occasion. I want to honor my mother or any, like, any event having to do with the sun but it does seem a little weird at the new wedding right that and that that it's like this center this main (laughs) focus of this wedding yeah because it's almost like like disregarding the new wife yeah it's like well you know this is really about us and then now he's got this new wife so we've got to pay respect to mom right it just feels very weird and that's a like you do that at a funeral. Yeah, you play the slideshow of the person, or like at a graduation. Yeah, a wedding. With yeah, not the people getting married. 
it feels weird, oh, right? It feels so weird. And I'm like, you know, usually, yeah, you honor the dead. You let the kids do what they need to do. But, yeah, I don't think I would love that if but, I was the new fiancé. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not... This is not the 17-year-old's day. Yeah, this it's is not his wedding event. day. Yeah. So I agree. I think that it was very nice that there could be some pictures of her, you know, just whatever. Yeah, and I like then. Her, I like her compromise. Yeah, or or reserving a seat in, in remembrance or in honoring her and yeah. her role, you know, whatever. But yeah. I would be a hard no on that PowerPoint. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> really, imagine you're going through the, it's like the elephant in the room, right? Yeah. The whole like 50 by 50 foot screen <laughs> with the with the deceased. I mean, it just feels so It would feel like a funeral awkward. or a memorial. It wouldn't yeah. feel like a celebration of this new couple's life together. It right. would be like retracting, going backwards a little bit. Yeah, and it's almost like, how do you... How do you congratulate him moving forward when it's like, here, look at everything that, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you imagine, see the dead wife and then you're like, hey, oh, hi. congrats. Oh, weird. Yeah. Should you be moving on? It would add the element of like betrayal. Yeah. That's kind of some people feel when people get remarried, which shouldn't be there, but. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I'm going to say hard no, 17-year-old yeah. son. Save it for your own. Sorry. Wedding, graduation, family reunion. Neighborhood party, whatever. Uh, <laughs> death date, you know, anniversary of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And dad, sorry. Like, I know you'd probably want to take your son's side because he's, you know, still probably like, sen- he's, you know, sensitive kid or whatever. But it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to make the entire wedding party feel weird about it. And you get to, the woman's feelings get to be validated in yeah. this. It's her wedding day. So. Agreed. Okay, there you go. When I first heard of the title, I was like, ooh, yeah, you're the asshole. And now I'm like, no, no, probably not. That's a tough one, though. Okay. Well, this relates to two areas of my life. Okay. So I thought I would read it. AITA for not doing anything for my wife on Mother's Day. Aww. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been an issue since yesterday. So this was written the day after. Uh, Last summer, oh, let me backtrack. Important. Colon. My wife and I don't have kids, and she has never even been pregnant. <laughs> and kind of important. Last summer, we adopted a kitten. He's great. My wife came to me last night and said she was disappointed that I didn't get her anything or take her out for Mother's Day. I was confused and said she wasn't a mother, so why would I do that? She basically said she is a mother because we have a cat together, and she takes care of him. Then he says, we both do. He's a cat. It takes like five minutes a day to do everything he needs. I admit that I started laughing because I thought she was joking. I tried explaining that, at a minimum, qualifying for Mother's Day should entail being a parent or potential parent to a human child. I have no intentions of being celebrated on Father's Day because I have a cat. She is still mad at me. A-I-T-A. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no. Mm-mm. Wow. That's... It is kind of a weird thing, though. Like, for... For people that don't have kids, yeah, I don't know. Like I do kind of remember kind of when, sensitive... when Aaron and I were married and didn't have kids, and we had a cat or cats. Uh-huh. Like it did kind of feel like they were our kids, but I would never have wanted like a Mother's Day present. Um, yeah, so it reminds me of my Carly and her cat <laughs> Peanut. Have we talked about no. her cat Peanut? No. <laughs> okay, so we have never been cat people like in in our my life with my children because um, Jake's allergic to them so we've never had cats you know 
And um, so cats are kind of nocturnal, right? I mean, they mm-hmm. play at night, whatever. So Carly and Ty get this cat. This has been a, you know, a while ago now, but cutest little cat, little yellow, orangish. Anyway, so sweet. But they get it. And Carly is, Carly gets, <laughs> she's so funny. She gets this cat home. And at night, this cat is going crazy. And Carly stayed up all night with this cat. She's what? like, it won't go to bed. It won't sleep. <laughs> like, what is wrong with it? And I'm like, honey, it's like cats do that at night. And she was not having it. She was trying to sleep train her cat. And she has. What? She's like, nope, that's not what we're doing at our house. (gasps) You are going to be normal. Like, Did she ferberize her cat? Did she let him cry it out? (laughs) She, I don't know what she's done, but that cat goes to bed like at nine o'clock at night and it sleeps through the night. Wow. (laughs) She literally has, yes, she has changed that cat. I love that. And I remember at first, like, laughing. Jake and I were both like, Carly, it's you a can't cat. do that. Because she's like, I just, you know, this cat, it won't go to sleep. I don't know. Like, it's driving me crazy. And I'm like, it's a cat. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to stay up with it. You just let no. it do its thing. But she needed order in that house. And she has done it. <laughs> That's amazing. It's done. That cat, and that cat, the honestly, I think that cat thinks that it's her mother. Yeah. That Carly is her mother. Yeah. I mean, wow. for real. But yeah, so bedtime, it goes upstairs, it gets in bed with them, and it <laughs> sleeps through the night. Oh my gosh. I lo- our cats, that's why I had to get the mama stray cat back in my room, because we have to keep our door closed at night, or our cats drive us crazy all night. Yeah. So, cats yeah. Are wa- Robin's cats run and jump <laughs> against her door. I think we've talked about yes. this. Uh, the first time that I stayed at her house after she had those cats, I'm laying in bed, and I hear the biggest, like, like boom. And it's like the whole house shook. Yeah. Those cats wanted to be fed at 3 a.m. and were running and slamming their little carcasses against her bedroom door. <laughs> little carcasses. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. She needs to take a lesson from Carly and sleep house train, train those cats. Sleep train that cat. Not house train. They're, it's house trained. Ugh, my kitties aren't. They are yeah. pooping all over the place. Pooping in Legos. Yeah. Do you remember when I tried to litter, to teach my cat how to pee and poo in the toilet? Yes. <laughs> It, it can be done. It almost worked. Yeah. We were so close. Ugh. Ugh. And then I, my, my plumbing had to give up. Yeah. Because all the litter box was going in there. Oh, gross. Okay. That was gross. <laughs> all right. Okay. So this um, this one is, I don't, why am I picking on kids today? <laughs> no. All of my focus is on kids, right? I'm picking on okay. women, apparently. Okay. So this one, um, okay, kind of confused. There's a lot of names, but it'll be okay. This is a male, 32 years old. Um, he has a daughter named Harper who is 14. Okay. So 14-year-old female from a previous marriage. He has full custody of her, and her mom is not involved in her life at all. So he's full-time dad, 100% for this daughter, Harper. Um, he says, five years ago, I married my wife, Nina. We, have, um, we tried to have children together but couldn't. We went to the doctor, and it turned out I can't have any more kids due to some complications. We decided to use a sperm donor, and the result was a son, Mark, who was born a few months ago. Mark. I was, that was Interesting just name for a newborn. It really is. Okay. Baby Mark. Baby Mark. Okay. The problem started when Nina got pregnant. Harper was not happy about it. When Mark was born, things got worse. Before this, Harper and I used to spend two days a week together, just the two of us, without my wife. But after Mark was born, I couldn't really do that anymore. I can't just leave my wife alone two days a week with a newborn. But Harper has been very angry about this. Mm. Okay, but this is the thing. He's not a part-time dad. Yeah. Right? So you get him all the time, Harper. (laughs) 
Um, the, the main problem started three days ago. Nina and I decided to make a nursery for Mark instead of having him in our bedroom for multiple reasons. I do wish that um, I knew how old baby Mark is, but yeah. I think he's relatively yeah. Sounds like it, yeah. Um, our home has four bedrooms, two master bedrooms on one side and two bedrooms on the other side. One of the master rooms is ours, the other is Harper's. It was very hard for Nina and I to go to the other side of the house multiple times at night when Mark wakes up. So I asked Harper to pack her stuff and go to one of the other bedrooms so that we could give her room to Mark. Oh, no. At first, everything seemed all right. She said okay and went to her room and started packing. But less than an hour later, my brother showed up at our house asking for Harper. She had called him and asked him to take her. She came out of her room with her stuff, told me, you can give it to your son now, and left with my brother. Ooh. I told her she could only go for one night, but it has been three days and she has not come back and won't even talk to me. I'm receiving calls from my family, all calling me an asshole, among other names. I don't trust their judgment. They very clearly favor Harper. She was the first grandchild in our family and everyone's favorite. And they are struggling to accept Mark as my own son. Oh. So... Is he the asshole? And then I have more. Okay. So what are your initial thoughts? Um, I don't even like, I don't even know if I should address that his family isn't considering him his own son. Cause yeah. Because that doesn't seem relevant. Asshole, asshole, it, asshole. It seems like everyone sucks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know what? 14-year-old girls, that is the worst time to be alive and a girl. And she's already struggling. You can walk across yeah, how big the, is this house that's what i'm like you can walk across the house nina can make her way and if he's still waking up multiple times a night maybe just keep him in your room at night for a little while yeah somebody had suggested just put the crib in your room for a, a little while right you know but because right. no, most babies start sleeping through the night what like six months my kid you know I, yeah i would think so yeah yeah if, if you're carly and you can if you're a cat <laughs> ferberize that a, baby yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, unless their house is huge and it literally is like walking around a block, yeah, then I think Nina's fine. Right. And you're fine. But also, Harper, like, maybe communicate. I know that's not the easiest thing for a 14-year-old girl, but maybe say, hey, you know, that makes me feel really unimportant. Can we talk about this instead of just acting like everything's okay? Right. Like he sprung it on her at some yeah. point, too. Packing a bag and then leaving. Like, that sounds a little rash without even, like, trying to compromise right and here's another piece of advice harper (laughs) you're 14 yeah right you're not telling me what you're doing right right so yeah maybe maybe he should have handled it better maybe he needs to talk to her but this harper sounds like you don't get to just decide to move out at 14 and this is the other thing she people have multiple children sometimes and it's an adjustment for everyone involved yeah but like you don't get to Anyway, I just think Harper is kind of a brat. But let me tell you more because there's an update. Okay. 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 He says, this is later or whatever. I realized I've messed up. I realized I messed up. So I went to my brother's home and I tried to get Harper back. But he wouldn't let me see her. What? Saying that she does not want to see me. He said he would only let her go back if, and he's given conditions. Number one, if she wants to go with me. Number two, if we move to another home close to their home because they want to have Harper closer to them to keep an eye on her and make sure we are treating her right. We used to live very close to them, but when I got married, my wife and family didn't get along, so we moved somewhere farther away, which made Harper very sad. Number three, Harper will get to choose which bedroom she wants in our new home. And number four, I should spend one-on-one time with Harper at least one day a week. 
Wow. I don't. Okay. Is there more? <laughs> there's, there's more. Okay. I accepted, he says. <gasps> this caused a lot of problems since my wife doesn't like some of those conditions. <laughs> she thinks they are not reasonable. She got angry, took Mark, and went to her parents' home and is staying there for for now. So I'm also receiving texts from my in-laws calling me an asshole. Oh my gosh, this family. Right? Right now I am looking for a new home that is closer to my brother's home. I called Harper and my brother convinced her to talk to me for once. She was crying the whole time while telling me that she felt like I didn't want her anymore. Hearing her cry like that really broke my heart. I honestly never meant to hurt her. After so many apologies and multiple gifts, she finally agreed to see me. I will go to my brother's home every day to spend time with her. She also has finally agreed to come home with me when I find a new home. This is too far. That Harper, Harper, I would whip her into shape. <laughs> oh my gosh! What a brat! A lot. So, a couple of things that would happen on my end. Yeah. Um, I would call the brother up and say, she is a 14-year-old minor, yeah. and either she is coming home now or I'm calling the police to come and get That's her. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you don't get to decide Other people that. don't get to decide that. Nope. And you don't, you don't get to, like, you don't get to make those kind of conditions. No. Who in the hell is this brother right. to say, well, I'm going to let you have your daughter back if you buy a new house close enough to mine that I can oversee? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you, do you, I'm sorry, do you have custody? All because brother? they had a new baby and she's struggling to adjust. Yeah. Oh, mm. my gosh. Right? Yeah. And everybody, okay, and then the fact that they're all favoring Harper and having a hard time accepting Mark. Right. Like, who are these people? They're all shitty. They are. What? And what's up with these people just packing up and leaving? You don't get to just leave. The wife just, le- like, she's had it, she's leaving. She's like, I'm mad, I'm taking Mark. And Mark I'm and I are out of here. <laughs> baby and Mark. I can't, can't get over baby Mark. It's just, I have a brother name. My brother's name is Mark. Yeah. But Mark is It is 50. an adult name. It is such an adult name. I keep picturing a full-grown baby Matt, baby Mark. Like, he has a mustache. <laughs> and he, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, but oh, it's too just very much, weird. Too much pandering to the 14-year-old. That is too much pandering. not the way the world is going to work for you, Harper, yeah. from now on. Yeah. So... The whole family catering to her, buying a new house, buying letting gifts. her choose the room, mm. like even above the parents. Because you know what? You know that that's what Harper's going to do. She's going to find that. They're going to get the house and Harper's going to be like, I'll take the master. Exactly. And that's part and of the agreement. And then Nina's going to pack her shit and baby Mark's <laughs> going to be living at grandma's again. Uh-huh. It is not good. What a mess. What a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Get Harper home and... Ground her ass. Uh-huh. That's what I do. I ground. I tell her, you know, you don't even get a bedroom, Harper. You're staying in a door. You're staying in a little cubby under the stairs. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. But it sounds like this is the other thing in her defense. They've created a monster. Yeah. Right. Because he, the fact that he would even entertain those things, um, is just yeah nonsensical. They need to start some new family traditions that involve Nina and Mark. You know, the whole yeah. separating and we're doing something just us is good. Like, you should have one-on-one time with all your kids. But start some things where it's everybody. Get her involved in Mark. Like, yeah. it's her little brother. Or like, maybe stepmom and, and, like, Nina yeah. and Harper. Yeah. It just feels, and I can kind of see that when you have a stepchild situation where, like, dad, you're only with dad part-time or with mom part-time, that there's some importance to having that one-on-one time. But this is a kid that doesn't have any relationship with her biological mother. So that is her, like, right. like her immediate family. Yeah. So why not integrate that instead of Maybe she doesn't Harper. even think of Mark as her brother. 
and Nina as her mother. Because of the sperm donor thing. Yeah. But they need to bond. They need some family bonding. Family therapy. Go to Disneyland. Go That'll solve to everything. Disneyland. Put a litter box in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sleep train your cat. Yeah. And your kids. Both of them. Weird. Weird. Okay. Right. I have one more. Okay. AITA for suggesting that my friend wears a bra or thicker shirt before coming over to my house. Please bear with me and read post before judging, she says. <laughs> Are you judging? I'm judging right now. <laughs> I have a six-month-old and just started allowing visitors. My best friend came to visit, and I texted her suggesting she wear a bra or a thick shirt if she plans to hold my son because he grabs nipples very hard, and my friend has hers pierced and has told me they're super sensitive. I explained this to her, and she ignored my messages but came over anyway, nipples poking through the shirt. And my six-year-old was st- was staring, hands ready. Uh, I, oh, that, so it's not the, the newborn. The six-month-old? The, the six-month-old is grabby. Oh, okay. He's a nipple grabber. Okay, but I thought you said my six-year-old. Okay, oh, maybe sorry, I'm confused. Maybe okay, I did. Carry on, carry on. So, you know, six-month-old has hard eyes and is staring at those nips, just waiting ready to, to squeeze. Ready to grab. So she says, I offered to give my friend a sweater, and she looked at me sideways and suggested I was sexualizing her breasts, and she isn't covering up. I explained that wasn't the case, but she didn't want to hear me. I respected her decision and asked if she still wants to hold the baby. She grabbed my son from me, and within five five minutes, he had a death grip on her nipples. (laughs) And she jumped up and screamed in pain and pulled him off her. I said, that's why I suggested a bra. This made her even more mad and said, no, you suggested that because you're a misogynist. I was so confused and she left abruptly. She keeps telling our mutual friends that I was sexualizing her breast and was trying to make her wear a bra or that I wouldn't welcome her. But that isn't at all what happened. Am I missing something? I feel like her reaction is really uncalled for. Then she says, ETA, in the midst of our arguing, she suggested I should teach my son to not grab nipples. But he's just a baby. (laughs) He's just a baby. I think they're both idiots. <laughs> why is she an idiot? Why is why, the mom an idiot? Because because why she texts her and says, hey, you need to uh, wear a bra or a sweater. How about when she comes and says, hey, watch your nipples. He's kind of a grabber. <laughs> right? Enough said. That's true. And then it, because, yeah, it sounds like that her intention, like she was making a statement with that. that, that that's true. You know what I mean? Like if you were going to come to my house and somebody was going to grab your nipples, I'd be like, hey, you might want to cover those bad boys up because we got some grabbers in the room. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then and then if you want to cover your nipples, great. And if you don't, you then have, it's on you. You have been warned. But I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, send you a, a formal notarized letter <laughs> to say bring something to put on your nipples, right? I mean, she made it weird. Why are you making it weird? You're right. You're right. Just and you know what? We're talking about a 6-month-old. Yeah. I don't think that that baby like like she said, it had it was eyeballing the nipples. I don't think it was. It's just a natural reaction for babies to grab things. Yeah, and yeah. but she knows he's a nipple grabber. Yeah, you're right. She shouldn't have like started off this whole visit with like, well, you better cover those nips. Are you going to be bringing your nipples to this visit? <laughs> and if so, will they be out in full force? <laughs> Ooh, were any of your kids nipple grabbers? No. Oh. Mine were, and it hurts like a mofo. They get their little claw. It's like they get their fingers, and it's like they're. It hurts so bad. Just smack them. Yeah, but like, um, usually they're just grabby in general, or they grab hair. Like a baby that yeah. is like a, like she knew he was gonna grab the nipples. Like 
He's really fixated. Yeah, maybe that's maybe there's something wrong with her. <laughs> no, I think she made it weird. I just think she made it weird. Yeah, and then it, like the, her behavior made her friend feel like she was coming at her. Yeah, and probably like I, she probably didn't think that was true. That he really was like for sure going to grab the nips and was probably like, you can't tell me to wear a bra at your house. Yeah, but if she would have come in and said, okay, this yeah. kid is a nipple grabber. Yeah. So you've got to, like, I'm not kidding. Watch you got to beware. Yeah. And, you know. Put a blank, like, if you want to hold him, maybe, you know, swaddle him. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a much better or way. Or maybe hold to the baby <laughs> up towards herself and, and like, the kid. I, I imagine the kid, like, with um, pinchers, like a crab, clink, 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 clink. He's just coming out. Reaching for right? anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just hey, this is what you're up against. Uh huh. Yep. Awesome. People are weird. People are weird. People are weird. Okay, um, we're almost out of time. We are. But I want to leave with one question for you. Okay. To give us your truthful, barren truth. My barren truth. Answers to this. My nipples out truth. Your nipples truth. Nips out. Okay. This is what we'll end on. Okay. A genie offers you three wishes, mm. but will only grant those that he has never heard before oh what would you wish for oh what would i wish oh that's hard i can't think of anything okay so mine (gasps) one of mine would be that when i turned on my bathtub every droplet of water would turn into a 20 dollar bill Oh, so you're getting creative yes. with like, okay, so if you want money, you've got to find a way to frame it. That he's never heard that before. That he's never heard before. Right? You can't do wish for more wishes, but you could say something like, um, I, my wish is that every time I say hullabalooza yeah. and fart, <laughs> I get another wish. Yes. Right? It's got to be something that has never that has never been put together Something before. you want, but just in a completely unique way. Yeah. But yeah. that is way smarter. I literally was thinking, like, tomato plants that never, Nobody like, stopped that. growing tomatoes. <laughs> like, thinking, like, what would nobody else wish for? But it's like... A pool boy. <laughs> but everything that no one would wish for is not anything that I want. So the idea of framing it different is brilliant. A self. I would be host. I would have like wished for like Tootsie Rolls or something. Like, damn it! I wasted my wish on Tootsie Rolls. I wouldn't even like them. A self signing check that automatically pays all bills in sight. Yes. No matter what. Anytime, like it just sits in my house and anytime the mail comes through, it just pays those bills. Yes. How about anytime a telemarketer calls? They light on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't too violent. Too much. I was going to say, I reverse age. By, like, four days. Ooh, you'd be young. Uh-huh. Yeah, four days is good because you don't want to go too far Right. Back. I don't want a Mother Gothel situation where no. I'm freaking people out. Yeah, just a, just a little. It'll just keep me young. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like it. I like that, too. Okay, guys, answer us that question. What would you wish for? Please. Okay. And thank you. Thank you. You're going to New York next week? Yes. Yay. Yes. Yay, the Big Apple. The Big Apple calls, and I I will go. I hope it doesn't smell like poo-poo. It will. It will. And homeless people. My husband stepped in a pile of shit on a New York sidewalk one time. (laughs) Human, probably. He did did not leave a lasting impression. Oh, yeah. I will will try to get some good stories in return and report. Okay, sounds good. Enjoy the city. Okay. Thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. 
Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 